This is the UAE Sport Podcast, a podcast that celebrates and explores the fascinating sporting stories, activities and events here in the United Arab Emirates. This is the UAE Sport Podcast, a podcast that does indeed celebrate all things sporting in the UAE. We have another fantastic episode lined up for you. We have an interview with the one and only Wolfie. Now you have to listen to this interview because it is fantastic. He is so passionate, he's so knowledgeable and he is so enthusiastic about cycling. You have to listen to this. But first, here's your news. on Tuesday the 25th of May. Emirati champion Salem Al-Ketbi earned the UAE a gold medal as he was crowned winner of the Longines FEI Endurance World Championship which took place in Pisa, Italy. Gianni Infantino, president of FIFA, congratulated Abu Dhabi's Al Jazeera on winning the Arabian Gulf League title for the third time in its history. The new jiu-jitsu season has started with the President's Cup. For the first time, females are participating in three categories, under 16, under 18 and adults. The event is being held at the Jiu-Jitsu Arena in Abu Dhabi. Former UFC flyweight title challenger Ray Borg will return to Abu Dhabi for a mixed martial arts competition at UAE Warriors 20 next month. Borg suffered a split decision loss to Ricky Simon at UFC Fight Island held on Yars Island in May 2020. Now, as I said in the intro, this is a fantastic interview. Wilfie is just a great person to chat to about cycling. He's so knowledgeable and he knows his stuff. Listen to this. I hope you enjoy it. Wilfie, take it away. Wolfgang Homan, otherwise known as Wilfie, thank you so much for joining me on the UEE Sport Podcast. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you so much for having me. I, I was listening to some of the shows and it's really good. And I think it was something missing to inform people what's happening in the UE on all the sports sectors. And I learned a lot about all, all other sports like uh, football and, and cricket and everything. Very <laughs> cool. Thank you. Not at all. Not at all. This is your opportunity to give us your your expert knowledge in cycling within the UE. So I really thank you about that uh, for that. So, um, Wilfie, tell us a bit about yourself. See, I'm, I'm originally from Germany and I came to Dubai 2002. So next year we have our 20th anniversary for Wolfies in Dubai. Um, I grew up in the Black Forest in Germany, um, have some background in hospitality. And from there, kind of my passion for cycling came. I just enjoyed being out there in the Black Forest, riding my bike and um, started a little business selling uh, bikes next to my regular, regular work. And over the years, the business grew and I really enjoyed working with people, getting them into the sport, seeing what happens with them, enjoying um, for myself to, to just be out there with, with friends. And um, my brother moved to Dubai um, a couple of years before I came in 20, uh, 2002. And so he said, listen, come here. And we came to have a have a holiday with my family, my wife, Gabi, and my daughter, Anna Sophie. We came to... Yeah, to Dubai and looked at the situation and then he said listen you know what maybe you should come here and, and make a branch of your shop so we kept our German business so open a branch in Dubai and so we started 2002 and it obviously was quite of a 
quite of a different city. I'm not sure how long are you in 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 uh, Dubai, so. Oh, uh, about three years coming up this year, so <laughs> not quite uh, 20. Yes, so Dubai was a, was a different place. And um, so we, we started the shop and um, I remember just walking into an empty showroom. Sheikh Zayed Road looked obviously completely different. I was luckily next to a motorcycle shop. Uh, it was at that time Sandstorm Motorcycles. And luckily we had some customers interested in sports and uh, motocross. And so they came sometimes into the shop. Some of them just looked inside, shake their head, walked out again, <laughs> because they thought, what a, what a uh, not so smart idea uh, to open a bicycle shop. And, and obviously we got a lot of people and um, asking us how, how they're gonna, how the people in the, in the, in the traditional Arabic uh, outfit would, would ride a bicycle, how they, how they, they can sit on it and so on. And we said, no, 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 uh, we, will, we, will, we will change this perception. And cycling was already kind of a little bit existing, but obviously, not as big as it's today and I, I don't know if you have been recently in Alcudra on the parking space in Alcudra if you find this space there uh, because obviously this is absolutely fantastic how the sport uh, globally and in UE has grown in the past years it's just tremendous for us to see that and kind of being uh, part of that development uh, is, is a, a big reward for all of us in the team. Fantastic you, you mentioned uh, you were the first shop in Dubai is that correct? Uh, there were two shops actually when I came and I looked at them. One was called Wheels and it's a company from Saudi Arabia. There was more kind of basic bikes um, for yeah, basic entry level bikes made in made in Saudi Arabia. Uh, they were on one side of Sheikh Zayed Road. When you go towards Dubai, they were on the left side and on the right side of Sheikh Zayed Road, there was a shop called Sketches. They were selling uh, sports shoes and kind of next in that shop was a, a track store. Uh, so there was a, a, a company selling some track bikes and I remember I walked into that store and I saw how this is all working and um, how the mechanic was trying to, to repair a bike and I could see he wasn't really sure what he's doing and I could, I could see it because I'm, I'm obviously, my, my background is kind of a lot of technical work and I could understand there's some, some bolts and, and nuts he was tightening and turning and they didn't really do what, what the problem was and I thought, okay, ah, maybe there's an opportunity if you have a, a bit of a mechanical understanding. Um, there's an opportunity to open a business and then we came and um, opened that shop and uh, there was a cycling community and we took into the cycling community there was triathlon but obviously everything was was kind of small because at the end of the day everything starts with a uh, with a tube and somebody to repair your bike when you have a flat tire and it starts with a bicycle it starts with a tire it starts with some kind of a environment where you can fix your bike um, and once you have a bike, then you can ride. And once you have a few people riding, then suddenly there's a group. And we established kind of this group riding um, concept here in Dubai, where we said, listen, we meet, we had a support car um, to, to follow the groups, kind of to, to make it safe on the roads. There were no cycle tracks, which luckily, uh, in, in, in the big vision of His Highness Sheikh Mohammed, obviously in the vision of, of making Dubai a, a more sporty city, um, the cycle tracks were built in, in the later future. But at the beginning, we were groups of like, like four, five, six riders. And I remember one day we were 10 and we were like, oh my God, that's, that's going to be big. And then 20, 30, 40, 50. And now, uh, before COVID um, came to, to all of us, uh, we were groups of 150 to 200 people riding on a Friday morning. I will share some videos with you, which is actually quite cool uh, to, to see this. And hopefully soon we can get back to that again, uh, that we can ride. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you opened your, your first shop. Uh, how supportive were your family? Like, were they right behind you? Had they seen the success that your shop in Germany had had? What was their reaction? 
No, very, very supportive. You know, my wife obviously works since day one. She works with us in the store. Um, my, my daughter now joined as well the team. She's working with us in the store. Uh, my brothers, I'm, I'm lucky I have two brothers here in Dubai. One came before me, one came after me. Um, so no, they were all supportive. Obviously, it's, it's, it's a risk we've taken. And our parents, uh, my wife's parents and my parents are both in Germany. So obviously for them, it's, it's a bit of a shame that we're gone and, and they, they see us over Zoom and Skype and, and obviously we, we visit them. But it's, it's obviously when your family leaves to a different country, it's, it's a challenge, but they were always supportive. They were believing in what we had built up in Germany and, and they could see an opportunity. I don't think anybody could have seen that the development uh, which cycling has done globally and in, in the UE uh, is so big and, and they're obviously very happy for us and, and we are happy to be uh, contributing to to the society in, in a very positive manner every day to get people and it's it's really that's a big part of my motivation to go to work every day uh, to to see the stories hear the stories of customers and and see the improvements and sometimes it's really uh, a physical transformation it's a mental transformation we can see behind this um, and you, you see people maybe you sell them a bike and three months later six months later a year later they come back to the store and said, you know, uh, you were talking to me the first time I came to the store, you, you sold me that bike and, and, and my life is so much better. Um, and that's, that's just fantastic to hear these stories. Indeed. Uh, when we were setting up this, um, this interview, uh, I noticed on your, your WhatsApp profile photo that you have a photo of you and Crown Prince Sheikh Hamdan, who um, I believe was very instrumental in uh, developing cycling in the UAE. Um, how closely have you managed to work with um, Sheikh Hamdan and Sheikh Mohammed? And uh, what results have you got from that? Um, fairly close. Uh, and and it's, it's always amazing when you meet the leaders of the country. So we had the pleasure to meet uh, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin, uh, bin Rashid Al Maktoum, his son uh, Sheikh Hamdan, uh, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, uh, Sheikh Mohammed bin Nayan, um, we have met in, in Abu Dhabi, and, and a lot of a lot of these these leaders, and they they all enjoy cycling as part of their sports activity. They they see obviously the benefit, what it does for the uh, for the whole community. That's very nice to see, uh, and yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, they're, they're very tentative. Um, you speak to them, you can feel they, they're really paying close attention uh, to what you say. They, I, I was surprised Sheikh Mohammed came to our store uh, to look for some bikes and, uh, and it was obviously amazing. Uh, I remember I was in the office and my wife came running into the office and said, Sheikh Mohammed is in the shop and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> uh, what, what do you say you know, I mean, when you meet the leader of, of such a nation? And uh, uh, I was quite surprised that he knew what we were doing and, and he said, oh, it's great what we do for the sport and so on. And I was, oh my God, how does he even know? Who we are, and uh, that was that was very nice. And obviously, what they have done is tremendous. There, the cycle track is is just an unbelievable facility. Yeah. And I've I've been there with with uh, pro athletes during the UE tour, and uh, they have come all around the world and they have looked at it, they've ridden it, and said, "Listen, this is a unique, absolutely unique facility." Um, and obviously, the desert trail and going through the desert and seeing the oryx and seeing a sunrise or seeing a sunset. Uh, if you haven't done it, I think you haven't really seen everything off Dubai and the desert has so much to offer. So I would really encourage everyone to, if you if you want to rent a bike and go out there, maybe now the summer is a little bit challenging because it's it's fairly warm. So you should really make sure that you don't go and plan your ride in, in an appropriate time frame because otherwise you, you end up in, in during lunchtime, it's going to be uh, boiling hot. Uh, but other than that, it's just an amazing, amazing facility. How popular, in your opinion, is cycling in the UAE? You know, I mean, with COVID, obviously, it, it, 
grew quite a bit that people were more interested to exercise outside and the gyms were maybe restricted and closed and people want to want to be outside and i think cycling is is a really great sport obviously you have a lot of when you go at a certain speed you have a lot of air uh, going around you and, and um, you're outside i think you can still get a tremendous exercise it's, it's kind of social uh, because we're riding groups of five to six people um, so note that the cycling has grown all over the world. You know, I mean, in other European and, and all around the world cities, it's the public transport which is reduced. People don't want to go to the to the subway, metro. They don't want to go in buses. They they want to maybe don't want to go in a taxi. So we have seen all over the world that the demand for bikes is is um, amazing, and uh, a lot of people are kind of getting their old bikes undusted and bring them to the shop and, and get the p tires pumped up to to go out and ride their bikes again. So no, it's it's, it's a great environment. I always like as well that it's not only a business for us, it's it's the more people are cycling, the better the better the planet becomes. I think it's good for for, for all of us. It's good to to be mentally healthy. It's, it's physically healthy. It's good for the environment. We're not burning uh, fuel. We're burning fat on the bike. Yeah, so I think this is, uh, I really enjoy that. I, I wouldn't like to be in another industry and I'm, I'm lucky that I found my way into this industry to help people um, in, in, in this kind of way uh, to get better in life. Kudra, every, uh, Al Kudra is teaming with cyclists every week, every Friday. I've been down myself. Uh, I recently got my bike shipped over from Scotland and uh, my fiance and I have been uh, down at Al Kudra and it's just incredible the, the community spirit that is down there. But can you remember Al Kudra opening and like what since that day that Al Kudra opened compared to now is the difference? Oh, it was tremendous when they opened the track. Um, we we uh, the, the government and the sports council invited the, the four best riders in the world. So we had Tony Martin, a German uh, world champion time trialist. Uh, he was racing a horse. Uh, we had Alberto Contador, uh, Vincenzo Nibali, who's just riding now the, the Giro Italia rider Hesdal, who was just winning the Giro Italia uh, that, that year. So it was tremendous to see them all there. And, and it was a big event. Uh, we have a nice little video was made about the, the transition from the horse to the iron horse. That was a nice, nice little touch. But no, it has been really, really well received from the public. And I think we see now as well Abu Dhabi and other Emirates are following that that uh, kind of vision of, of His Highness Sheikh Mohammed to really build and make a, make a safe facility. I think for a lot of people, it was always a bit like, ah, oh, it's dangerous on the road. And, and yes, there is a certain element of, of danger when you're with a car on the road you have to be careful so we always recommend riding if you ride on the road in groups but uh, the the facilities uh, are, are so good and we know we, we're working closely with rta and with the government to uh, to promote and and share our ideas for new tracks and we hope that in the next couple of months and years new tracks will come to the city we, we see his highness uh, sheikh hamdan has big plans to make um, dubai one of the most cycling friendly cities in the world we're working closely to abu dhabi we have seen plans so i think everybody who's into cycling should be excited and if somebody's not into cycling i think it's time to get into it like like you did and i think you know when once it becomes a popular activity then everyone kind of wants to get into it and uh, we, we see it with you maybe and let, let us know maybe in a few weeks uh, or a few months we do a podcast again um, and we see your progress uh, on on cycling it's just amazing and, and you said something nice about the community i think people are getting out there and we're all kind of cyclists and, and we all really enjoy and some go a bit faster some go a bit slower but I think overall that that gives that feeling uh, of, of being together. And, and the moment you share a sport with somebody else, I think you come closer. And I, uh, with our Friday morning group, 
I'm riding with people from all kind of different, uh, yeah, different countries. Um, obviously, different genders, different everything. It's just a very all-inclusive sport. And even some people, um, some of them speak more or less only Arabic, and I speak German and English. But we can't really communicate. But we communicate on the bike. We ride together. We respect each other. And I think it's it's a great way to to show the spirit of of the UE and Dubai how we how we all work on on this whole project together, and we're enjoying the time here. And, and I think cycling is is great for that. Obviously. Um... COVID has had a, an effect, but you mentioned the group that uh, meet up every Friday. Are you limited to numbers at the moment? And also, how can people get involved? Absolutely. In the beginning, we obviously were one of the first groups and we, we were all kind of all-inclusive, which sometimes is presenting a bit of a challenge because obviously people go at different speeds and it's difficult for somebody, a speed which is for somebody fairly easy and you can ride comfortably. Uh, for some of them, that's extremely uh, strenuous already. And, and so it was was a bit challenging and um, but then we kind of split it up and and other groups formed out of out of our group and people said oh we want to go a bit faster and we want to go a little bit slower and then we had pure female groups and other people went then in different parts of the city so kind of we are more kind of Jumeirah area we started at the lime tree cafe on Jumeirah beach road at the beginning and we moved to the cycle park then later on but then were groups in in sports city we saw groups then starting in abu dhabi uh, so in, in even there, there's different groups. So normally uh, we would say we're a group of, of a speed of 35 to maybe 40 and an average. Yeah, and, and there were about 100, 150 people, which is a, a number which is just big enough to control. We have normally three to four cars. And we hope uh, now we're just in contact with, with the authorities to see um, how can we reactivate this again. Obviously, we, we will encourage people to obviously get vaccinated. Uh, there's this Al-Hossin app where you can see that somebody has been vaccinated and they've been cleared. Obviously, we will practice social distancing. I think if this is all done and then while we're on the bike, obviously, you can ride without a mask because there's so much airflow going on. Um, but I think we are, we are just in the process of looking into this to, to reactivate the rides again. So that would be on Friday morning. We have a website, Dubai Roadsters. Uh, but there's as well lots of other groups. And if you need more information, always feel free to pop into the store. Uh, we have like now over 70 people working in the company. Um, they're happy to help you, give you information. We're, we're strong on, on Facebook and Instagram everywhere. So just follow us and, and see and come to the store if you have questions about how do you get involved. And the best is really get, get good advice, get a bicycle, um, go to a store where they offer you um, a nice variation. I think important is getting measured and getting set up for a bike because not every bike fits every person. Even so, you like the color, you like the price, you like certain things, but it's extremely important that you uh, and the bike are kind of building a, a good match. Yeah, and there's different geometries, and you need to go where uh, where you get advice. And we're obviously trying our best to advise people in, in a good way, and and we cover a good price range from about maybe like two thousand dirhams onwards for a bicycle. Um, and, and then get a bike and then go and ride, ride your bike. And you said it's all inclusive there. Uh, you go and you just follow riders. You just speak to them and, and enjoy yourself. But, you know, and sometimes it's as well nice to just go on a bike and ride for yourself and have that, that half an hour, hour, hour and a half just riding um, almost that meditative um, rotation on the cranks and just getting into your zone and just kind of reflecting on your day or just let your, your, wind, your brain wander. And enjoy the scenery, enjoy the sunrise or sunset whenever you whenever you feel like you want to go ride, and just just have your have your moment by yourself. That's that's super yeah. nice. I, I don't know if I'm quite at the stage of enjoying my ride at the moment. I'm still trying to um, work out like how to use my bike 
so that it's a strength to me. Um, but we'll get we'll get there. <laughs> you know what's funny? I said this the other day with my team in the shop when we said, oh, we're selling bikes. And sometimes we say, hey, this is so much fun. And then I was thinking about it and I said, okay, is it, is it sometimes what people would maybe consider fun when you go and ride your bike as fast as you can and you're really pushing yourself to a certain limit? Um, and, and most people wouldn't maybe directly correlate this with having fun. I think fun is like sitting in, a, in maybe watching a movie and having a, a popcorn and, and watching something. This is what most people would say, oh, that's, that's fun. Um, but I think the sense of achievement you get from something being being pushing uh, your limit and i know we this is maybe a little bit overused but th these things happen outside your comfort zone and i think cycling takes you slowly but surely out of your comfort zone and then you're pushing yourself but i i cannot tell you how many times i've seen when people did the first time they did the first uh, i don't know 50 kilometers 100 kilometers or whatever this big sense of achievement that big smile on their faces when they've done it and when they kind of achieved a distance they've never done before. I think this is when we really uh, come to to enjoy uh, fun and, and enjoy our, our personal growth and, and, and this doing this together in a group. And it's a group effort. We, we do once a year, we have an event, uh, we call it Coast to Coast. And we're riding from uh, Dubai or from Sharjah to Alaka Beach Resort, which is about 216 kilometer as, as a distance, which for a lot of people is just yeah, crazy distance, but uh, the, the amount of people, how happy they are and how many smiling faces you see once they made it to the other side, uh, to the Le Meridian Alaka Beach Resort Hotel uh, in, in Fujairah. Um, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic achievement. You will, you will get there. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, that's the thing. Um, a bit about myself. I'm from Scotland and uh, back in 2016, I think it was. I did uh, a 450 mile cycle in four days uh, around Scotland, starting in Dingwall, which is up in the Highlands, and ended up at Hampden Park. I was visiting all the the Scottish Premiership stadiums, and yeah, you know, like I could see why cycling was such a was such a like a. a it gave you the buzz, you know, and but it was very, very hard. It was very hilly. So I'm really interested in your coast to coast because um, I would love to do it. But is it is it hilly? <laughs> uh, we have some some climbs. There's uh, Hatta. The Hatta Mountains have some some climbs. It's not as hilly, I, I believe, than Scotland. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's some some climbs there. But um, yeah, I mean, everything is possible, you know. It, it, mm. As you said, and I'm well done for the 400 miles. That's that's a long distance. And I'm, I'm sure you remember when, when it was over and how proud you were about your achievement. And this is this is what life is all about. You know, it's not about staying in your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, it, it's pushing out of it and doing something. You started the podcast. You, you do something like this. You you push out of that zone and, and you get comfortable with it. And then you push to the next level. That's that's life. That is indeed. Um, so. Uh, we're coming into the summer months now. Uh, it's May at the moment. Um, so how do people cope cycling during summer? Do you go early or late or what is the what is the, the situation? Yes, obviously it's good to avoid the, the day's sun. Sunlight is, is obviously very, very hot and you shouldn't be out there in the summer after I would say nine o'clock. Uh, until maybe and again sunset is six o'clock seven o'clock but you know most of the facilities are very easy and comfortable right early morning so we have some of our friends when they have long events and they're planning something they start sometimes at one and two o'clock in the morning to ride the bike but i think if you really want to have a, a two-hour ride and you start at let's say six o'clock until eight or maybe in the summer i would rather go a little bit earlier like five to to seven 
you get two hours of good exercise in there in the morning. And, and it's it, for me, the best time I feel is in the morning because you have a good control over your day. It's a good time to wake up. I think it's, it's, it's a really an unbelievable uh, scenery when you see the sunrise in the morning. And I think a lot of people uh, miss this or maybe they come home from a party and then they see it. But <laughs> if you have this day, uh, that's this time of the day in the morning for your exercise and for your own development and so on. And you meet your friends and you go out there. It's, it's good. And the temperatures at that time of the day are good. Obviously, you wear light clothing. Um, I'm, I'm drink enough water. Normally, I use some water bottles as well to to put some water on my shirt. If it gets too hot, kind of to do an external sweating. You don't want to have your body you, because you dehydrate and you demineralize your body when you drink a lot. Obviously, you sweat a lot, and you can see all the the, the sweat stains on your clothes. But I think it's sometimes easier you wash yourself off, or that there's some water stations where you just put some some cool uh, water on your body to to bring your core temperature down and just be sensitive. I think it's like the winter in in Europe when it's cold. You wouldn't go out there and exercise crazy because the, the weather doesn't allow it and the same is here so just listen to your body and if you really feel it gets too hot just slow down i think cycling is one of the sports where it's really good because we're obviously creating our own little breeze of wind uh, and you can you can carry enough water i think running sometimes is a bit difficult because you normally go a bit slower um, and and it's difficult to drink and difficult maybe to carry enough water like you would normally do on a on a bicycle so i would i would say it's 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 still possible but especially if you're new to the sport, really take it easy and, and maybe don't go on a desert loop 50 kilometer because being out there and feeling uh, exhausted and maybe having a bit of a heat stroke, uh, it, the desert is not a not a safe place if you are alone out there. And so as well, encourage everyone, if you're out there, look after yourself, maybe plan for an extra liter of water, uh, which you might not need and not drink, but you can still use it at the end to to cool your body down, but make sure you're prepared and um, make sure people know uh, where you are and, and best not go alone in the summer to to go for a bike ride. Sure. Um, where in the world have you cycled and how does the UAE compare? Oh, very good. Normally, and I think, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm cycling so much more here in Dubai than I would do in Germany because obviously in Germany, uh, the weather six months of the year, first of all, it's dark. You know, I mean, if you, if you wake up in Germany like seven or eight o'clock, um, still, the sun hasn't been out there, and then at four, four thirty-five in, in the winter, the sun is gone, and then you're riding in the dark, and, and the, the facilities are not so easy there. Obviously, there's always an opportunity to ride, but I ride so much more here in Dubai than I ever because it's it's a twelve-month season, and in, in Europe, really, you're restricted for that. Yeah, so I, I'm sure there's other places like South Africa where you still have good weather, but uh, when we have uh, you're from Scotland, if you have winter in Scotland, it's it's proper winter, and and the the, the rain comes sideways. Uh, with some wind and then it's tough it's tough. Not, not to say it's not possible but it's much more enjoyable and i know i have some german friends who are quite jealous if i tell them about our winter uh december january in dubai they say i'm getting soft because it's not really winter uh, when you can wear shorts and, and a short uh, jersey yeah um winter in scotland is 11 months long it's very very unforgiving but um wilfie um you're no stranger to podcasts. You have one yourself. Uh, tell us about Wilfie Talks. Yes, we started this uh, more as an activity uh, in the store because we, we had so many interesting customers, people who climbed Mount Everest. We had triathlon champions. We had other sports athletes in the store, and we wanted to give uh, as well uh, our usual customers the platform to speak to, to people. So we started something in the store, and then obviously when the lockdown happened, 
Um, we thought, okay, we want to kind of stay in touch with our customers. We want to entertain people. We want to keep them at a good spirit. And I said, listen, why not? Why not speaking to to our friends in the cycling peloton and and pro athletes, triathletes, and as well to our to our partners in the business to maybe inform people about products we have. So we we designed Wolfie's talks, keeping up with the pros, and then we started calling. Um, yeah, people like um, the world champion Tony Martin, Marcel Kittel, uh, triathlon champions like Cameron Worth and Sebastian Kienle. Uh, we, we spoke to brands like Salitalia, Physic, and so on. So somebody, if somebody's into cycling, um, I think we got a really good list of, of sports athletes. And um, it was super interesting for me personally to speak to them, to spend an hour, an hour and a half with them, preparing, learning about their career, learning about the obstacles they have overcome. It's it's very motivating for myself to hear that. Obviously, we sometimes think this is all God given and, and they, they just, um, they never really had to work for it or whatever. They're blessed with genetics and this, but um, it's it's very interesting to look behind the scene and, and learn that some people had, had really overcome um, very tough times to become a sports star and as well companies, how they grew their companies and so on. So I encourage everyone, we are everywhere where you look at podcasts, uh, we have them on YouTube. We have them on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, we're out there, and I think we're now at number forty. Um, um, and we, we still have some good guests uh, coming up. Some some UE sports stars, so Yusuf Mirza, uh, who's one of the the local Emirati champions, uh, riding for the UE team Emirates. And I don't know if people are aware, maybe sports podcasts. It's interesting that the UE team Emirates won the Tour de France in 2020, which is obviously the most prestigious race. And and um, I think this shows again that the UE, when we when the UE sets out to to conquer the world and be the best in the world, and they, they have a good chance to to achieve this, and they have fantastic achievement from the team to win the the race, and they've already had a fantastic season, twenty twenty one. Fantastic, yeah, uh, what an achievement! Um, so finally, Wilfie, um, people can come in and see you at the shop. People can listen to you, get in touch with you on Facebook. Tell the listener how you they can get in touch with you. Yes, fantastic. We have obviously a store in Dubai on Sheikhzaid Road. Um, when you're coming from Abu Dhabi to Dubai, it's exit 45. We're next to the big Audi showroom, uh, kind of in this almost like the center of Dubai on Sheikhzaid Road. We opened recently uh, an outlet in Abu Dhabi on the Yas Marina circuit, which is again is an amazing facility. If you want to go there, ride your bike on a Formula One track, uh, which is absolutely fantastic to get a feel for the track and, and get motivated from all these hundreds of people who are exercising with you. Uh, we're planning further expansions in Abu Dhabi because we feel obviously we want to uh, bring cycling to the to the region in the UE and expand, expanding up above and beyond that in the next couple of years. So that's that's plans we have. But obviously uh, we're on social media. You can find it anywhere. As I said, podcast, you can um, Facebook. We have a very, very good social media team to keep people informed. But I think the easiest is really come down in the store, have a chat. We have a super nice coffee bar uh, serving some really good coffee. And we have a very motivated team to help people to get them into the sport. And it's really, that, that's what Wolfies is all about. I think it's really getting people, give them good advice um, about the sport, make sure that they have a good start into the sport and hopefully start a lifelong passion for cycling um, that, that we keep people fit and make a UE one of the healthiest places and healthiest communities in the world. Excellent. Wilfie, um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, your passion and your enthusiasm for cycling is infectious. Uh, and keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, I'll definitely get you on the podcast again, if that's okay. Yes, no, perfect. Yeah, and come down to the shop and once you have your bike and then we, we give you some tips and tricks and, and maybe we go out for a ride. 
uh, and I show you the the most uh, the best places in the UE to ride your bicycle. Excellent. I'll definitely join you for your coast to coast. Yes, very good. Okay, very good. Well done. Thank you, Wilfie. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Have Thank a good day. Thanks Thank for having me. Not at all. Not at all. That brings us to the end of another fantastic episode. Episode number eight. Who would have thought? Uh, the time has flown by. Uh, if you like what you are hearing, please like, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family uh, as well. Uh, feedback is always really, really appreciated. If you have anything to say, please do not hesitate to get in touch with us. You can do it on email at uesportpodcast at gmail.com or else you can get in touch with us through Instagram as well. We'll see you next week.